Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Well, I haven't seen you in a week and haven't hardly even talked to you. Man, you have a full-time job. A new, a new job. A new job, yeah. It's uh, I'm working at a law firm, and I'm a law clerk because I'm still a law student. I'm not a lawyer yet. I'm just a law clerk. And I'm and, just uh, a law? Uh, no, I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> great movie reference. Anyway, so no, I'm, I've been um, working. It's going it to be biblical. Great. It's going to be biblical. Uh, we can't quote the rest of that statement because there's a lot of F-bombs in that one. So. Whoa. Whoa, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> there are. If you listen to the unedited version. Hey. Anyway, so had a great week last week. Um, one of the uh, partners of the law firm had me come into two mediations. It was amazing to see how they operate. This law firm, I'm telling you, they're, they are who they are in front of you and behind the scenes. I, I'm just blessed and honored to be a part of that. And uh, it's not very often you get it, you, you see that. Um, but at the same time, this past weekend, I had an excavator at my house. Hopefully you weren't driving it. I was driving it. Oh my gosh. I only had one injury. I only had one injury. And your house is still up? The house is still up. <laughs> Dude, I, you're one of the last people I... I when I think of heavy equipment, I don't think of you. <laughs> it doesn't go, something doesn't go in the same. It's just, I wouldn't call it heavy equipment. I mean, this is, I had a guy come over that was a landscaper. He's like, oh, I have an excavator you can use. And he goes, I said, well, I have one out back. He goes, well, let me see it. And he looks at it. He goes, that's a mini X. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my father-in-law just bought, bought an X. X Extra, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. one of those things, <laughs> and it's not little. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'd love to have one of those if I could store it on the property somewhere, but I can't. So, anyway, yeah. did that this past weekend. Um, did a lot of great work outside, loving what's going on. That's been, and I've been, you know, I took an essay quiz. I mean, law. You know what? It's been a crazy week. How's your week, dude? I feel like I did nothing compared to you. No. You did lots. I, I don't even recall. It was so, it was so not worth talking about. Next topic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> by the way, by the way, we're talking about heavy equipment. This is the end times dot chat. And I almost had my end time driving a Bobcat one time. Oh, that, oh, well, tell us that while I'm pulling up the first whoa, thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, it's, <laughs> no, my, it, it did have a negative impact. For a long time on my brother. Yeah. So my dad had a bobcat, which my brother now has. So uh, <laughs> the bobcat, my dad says, 
go get the bobcat. We we're cutting firewood. So I was a teenager. I said, go, go, go get the bobcat, bring it over here. So I go and I'm like, I didn't really want to do it. <clears throat> Knowing what was going to happen, I definitely wouldn't have done it. I got in there, that sucker was bucking like a fucking Bronco. So I got calls from the rodeo afterwards. That was the good news. <laughs> and I literally thought I was going to die. And my, my brother's freaking out. Because, <laughs> like, my brother's going to die. <laughs> Guarded for life. So he's seven years younger. So he was like, you know, a little kid, <laughs> scarred for life. My dad, I couldn't hear what my dad was saying because it was so loud. He was saying, just shut it off. <laughs> and I wasn't smart enough to shut it off. <laughs> I'm holding on for dear life. I literally thought I was going to die. <laughs> um, so several, several lessons. Any other, like, uh, going, like doing a, a roller coaster or something like that? Nothing. Doesn't even phase me compared to that sucker. A bobcat. So if I was ever going to start an amusement park, I'd call it, I'd have the uh, the ride bobcat. The bobcat. So then my brother, years later, I was gone from home. My dad says, hey, <clears throat> go get the bobcat. And my brother says, no way, I'm not going to get that sucker. He said, get that, get that bobcat now. Bring it over here. <laughs> he was like, ah. <laughs> so he's like almost crying. He gets in and he's going like half a mile an hour. But then get over here. <laughs> so my brother was so afraid. Here's the thing about it. My brother now can drive any heavy equipment of any type, anywhere, anyhow. He's like a master driving that stuff. So it could have been you. It could have been you. Oh, it could have been me. It could have oh. no. so. well, anyway, what does that got to do with the show? Not I don't, know. I, I don't know. I knew right. you're you gonna. Hey, we just had to start off with like a major explosion. Back Boom! On, there it I is. Got, I got lots to talk about for volcanoes today. It's um, it's unbelievable. It's it's pretty cool stuff. I'm not sure if you put this up there or I did, but you did. I you did. Know. Okay. I had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, you beat me to it. I felt inferior. Almost didn't get on the show today. <laughs> Well, this is uh, this is a, this is the Indonesian volcano. I'm gonna I'm gonna screw up how this is supposed to be pronounced, but Anak Krakatau, and this is the actual view of it, right? That happened. You know, somebody obviously took a picture of this from afar. You but, know what I like about that picture? What they weren't up next to it, trying to play volleyball like some other people you know, <laughs> like in Iceland. What the heck? What is going on with those people over there? Um, yeah, we don't hear from them anymore. I wonder no, why. I don't know. But this is the same volcano with a satellite photo from space. And uh, obviously, you can see the trail of smoke that happened that kind of affected this uh, other island down in the Indonesian islands. But, man, I'm telling you, this, this, kind of, this, this is pretty wild. And I've heard of several volcanoes. I'm going to pop up another one in just a minute that they showed an eruption and just to tell you how close it was. As a matter of fact, let me just, uh, let me just pop that up there now because this is the next, the next screen I wanna share. But uh, there's another one called the Abiko Volcano. And uh, this is, check this out. I, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm just gonna let it play. So there's a person in the background that's talking while she's taking this iPhone video of this volcano going off. Do you see how close that is? 
Yeah, she's probably got a volleyball with her too. She probably does. Probably from Iceland. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but know. This is the Korea. I love Iceland. I'm just want to go on record. We love Iceland. <laughs> hey, we love Iceland, but you guys got to you got to calm down. You got to calm down with the volcanoes. I mean, seriously. But, you know, this is a, another volcano that just erupted this past weekend called the Ibiko Volcano of the Korea Islands. And here's the interesting thing about this volcano situation. So I, last night, it was late at night. I just wanted to sit. Uh, it was you know, a pretty good day, but a long day yesterday. And I had a men's group last night. They left around 11, 15. So I sat down. I'm like, I just want to watch something. And so I saw this show. I'm not going to say where it was or what station it was on, but I saw the show. I'm just going to call it Welcome to Earth. And the first uh, episode in the series was about this blind man who is a mountaineer. And he goes and uh, hikes up to the edge of this volcano, one of the most active volcanoes on the planet. And they're measuring sound. They're measuring uh, seismic activity. And so they actually rappel down into the mouth of the volcano to place these sensors. Here's the, here's the amazing thing about what I learned about this last night. So volcanoes, when they, when they erupt or they're spewing lava, the volcano, the lava goes up into the air, right? And it goes up as molten lava and it comes down and it's starting to harden as it's coming down and it's malleable rock by the time it hits the earth. And then it, it, they call it a splatter. Yeah. It's called a rock splatter. And if you're anywhere remotely near that, that could crush you. It's going to knock some sense into you. It's, it's going to, I'm not sure about what sense it's going to knock into you. It's going to take you out. But anyway. That's why, that's why we're doing the end times chat. Because it could be the end times for them. It could be. <laughs> what the heck? Times. But here's the interesting, here's the cool thing about what I learned last night. So this guy is. Um, He's been blind since he was a teenager. He had some rare, uh, rare disorder disease that took away his sight. And what happened for him was, is he developed this keen sense of hearing. So most, most people may not know this, but when somebody is blind, you and other senses kind of take over and you become more acute. Well, he not only felt the vibrations of the sound, but he could tell when he was going up the mountain with the main the main person on the show. They have this this big star that kind of is on the show. They're walking up, and he goes, "Did you hear that?" And he said, "No, I didn't hear that." What actually happened was is there was an eruption that happened, and the sound wave <clears throat> it hit this guy, and he heard it before the actual sound came. So I mean, it was unbelievable. And um, what it told me was. The reason why I'm talking about this is because there are a lot of believers out there, a lot of people that believe in Jesus. And I'm going to skip to some of the message here. But there's a lot of people that believe in Jesus and they feel what's happening before it actually is, is sensed by the, everyone else, right? So we know the end times are coming. We see the signs. We feel the effects of it. Woo! And there are so many other people out there that don't understand what's happening around them and they don't hear it. They don't sense it. But only somebody who has this keen sense of understanding. And so for every believer that's out there that's listening to the Holy Spirit and following the ways of the scripture and the ways of the word, you know what's happening. You can sense it around you. So that's why we do this show. I just felt like, man, this would be a great time to, we've been talking about volcanoes for a year, bring volcanoes and 
pull it into a little a little life lesson. So there you go. Wow. Wow. Well, there's a lot of ways I could go with that story. I'm just saying, praise Jesus. He made it out alive. He did. Well, I don't know. I never saw the end of the show. <laughs> Dude, that's called cliffhanger. That's called a cliffhanger. Uh-huh. No, I'll finish watching it later or late, late tonight. And he might have been hanging on the cliff. <laughs> he might have been. But look, I mean, seriously, this blind guy was propelling down the side of a volcano. He couldn't see the spewing lava and the rocks falling. He had a hard hat on, but man. Anyway, great life lesson, I think. And uh, hopefully all of us, you know, if we're if we can't see what's happening, we can at least feel what's happening because of all the things that are going on around us. So um, I got one more really super cool thing to share. Uh, I saw this video, like a time lapse video. There's a cyclone that hit Madagascar with 146 mile per hour sustained winds. And this is this is the 20 second video showing there's Madagascar on the left how this thing is kind of raging its way towards Madagascar. I think that's not four days now because it's, and, and just watching it hit, it's just unbelievable to me to see that kind of a thing happen. I mean, what, isn't that wrong? Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, you look at the sheer force and you see the size, I guess there won't be a Madagascar sequel on the movie. I think, I think there was a Madagascar sequel, but this there won't be there won't be a <clears throat> prequel. I don't know. Anyway, a trilogy. At, a trilogy. Look at the power of that. I mean, just man, so incredible. Anyway, wow. any other Earth news that I didn't see? Nope, nope. That's it. Just other than just irregular weather pattern what we're experiencing here. I mean, we're it's almost sixty degrees today. And you go south, it's cold. <laughs> you go north, it gets colder. It's a crazy thing. It's like it comes in, pushes down, and then, you know, all the way up to the northeast. And the whole northeast has been experiencing, you know, over the last several weeks. So, I mean, very peculiar weather patterns. And going back to your, your whatever you said, <laughs> I'm still thrilled on the story. I'm still starting like the, the blind dude. I'm like, dude, if you can feel it, get out of there. If I'm on a volcano and it's active, I'm not going. And he was walking towards it. Anyway, back to you. So the one thing that, you know, when when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and ask him into your heart, well, the Holy Spirit resides in each human being that that asks that. And and so Dan has a Holy Spirit in him. And and, uh, I think I do. No, no, I, I know I do. I know I do. So the one thing that with all the craziness that we talk about every week on this show, everything we see, and there's so many things we don't talk about. I mean, we could go down a lot of rabbit trails is one thing. Sometimes people ask me, well, you know, what are you aware of? You know, this happening or this happening? When's this going to happen? I'm like, I don't know. You can just feel it. And that's what I said twice the other day. One was to my wife and one was to one of our sons. And I said, I said, I don't know. I said, I can just feel it. And I said, I have the discernment that I said, I feel that God is moving and shaking on things we cannot see or understand. And even if we do understand it, we may understand that much. 
And then when you see all these weather patterns, and I mean, that storm that you just showed, I mean, I've been in some pretty crazy uh, hurricanes and tropical storms. And, you know, they get up to 100 miles an hour, 120. And I mean, when you start getting that, and everything is just at a much greater force. And then we're seeing this weather patterns that are very peculiar and where, where it's happening in, in the unlikely areas. I mean, they're getting a foot of snow where they might get a foot of snow in six years. Total. It's crazy. <clears throat> so all these things are happening. So you can just say, the more you lean into Jesus, the more you lean into the Holy Spirit, the more he starts to guide you. And there's sometimes it's just a, a sense. And uh, obviously, we have to have faith. And and the more you lean into the faith, the more that I, I think those senses start to come alive. And obviously, when God's residing in us, there's so much we have the you know the ability to tap into that most of us don't. And 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 I'm one of those people as well. I'm like, oh yeah, God's inside me. What the heck? Think about that. Say that. Say that out loud. Right. Well, I mean, Jesus did say there'll be earthquakes, there'll be pestilences, there'll be shaking going on all over the all over the planet and these are just the beginning of the birth pains as he calls them of the end so uh again going back to that whole the, the blind guy in the volcano and how he felt the sound wave you know a woman who's giving birth can feel the beginning of the birth pains nobody else can feel them but she can and she knows what's coming and so those of us who are uh uh, tuned to the Holy Spirit and what he's saying and the signs of the times of what's going around us. We see, we see all these things going on, all the crazy weather patterns, all the actual animals and, and a massive amount of animals that are dying all at once or the crazy, crazy uh, sicknesses that the whole world is experiencing, like literally the whole world is experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, these are the beginning. So we're sensing all this. But again, uh, Wars and Rumors of Wars was one of the things that Jesus talked about. And so what a great segue to what you shared. Yeah. Well, the only thing I got about rumors of war is Ukraine, Russia. Well, Europe, oh, did Europe, I post this one first? I think I posted Korea. <laughs> it's it just keeps elevating. <laughs> All the like, yeah, it does. Well, did you I think you posted this one though, because I saw it on the on the end time chat stream. 60 nations, 60 nations in international organizations kick off the largest maritime exercise in the Middle East. Didn't you post this one, GJ? I, I, I actually did, and I forgot that I did. And I was like, man, there was so much posting this week of stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. So I think it's, it says right there. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to add. I don't know what else to add. I mean, well, I'm like, wasting my breath. <laughs> Well, it's the Middle East, the Middle East region, and they, uh, I mean, really, that with, when 60 nations and international organizations have a maritime exercise, and what that means is, is you've got all these, all the navies and, uh, and armed forces in that area getting together and they're having a sea, or whether it's Mediterranean Sea or the Black Sea or, or anything over that area, they're doing these exercises together, kind of like they are preparing for what could potentially come but there are only so many nations on the planet and so this is about one third of the nations on the planet getting together and having this maritime exercise it's just a rumor of war 
that's why I put it out there. But speaking of um, Russia, here you go. Well, before you go to Russia, okay, just think about the 60 countries coming together. You know, after Jesus returns and the church is taken, which means that's why we were talking about, we, if we're not here, you know why. <laughs> Jesus came and got us. Hopefully he comes and gets you, and we'll talk about that. And you'll have that opportunity before we wrap the right. show. When you have that many countries coming together, I mean, there's a sign right there. Because that, I was in the military. We would work with different countries, but not, or we'd be in countries, but we, we weren't working with 60. I mean, it just continues to go. So there'll be one world government, one world religion, one world military. I mean, one world everything. I mean, that's where we're headed. So you can just see how everything is just bit by bit, slowly going right into that. And if they wanted, to, if, if Jesus came back today, I mean, it would be able to be implemented very quickly. One hundred percent. Well, Russia. That's news. I never heard of that one. Yeah. We've been talking about Russia every week, Ukraine, almost every single week. Well, here's what I noticed about this, about I have three of these stories connected all at once. So let uh, me sit sit back. I'm going to grab some popcorn and have some popcorn. (laughs) Uh, Well, here's, here's what I found out. So this story happened on January 28th. You can see that right there, January 28th. I know it's before our last show. But Russia insists it won't start a war as Ukraine seeks to tone down the invasion rhetoric from the U.S. Okay, fair enough. Then on the same day, the 28th, Ukraine's president, this is reported by CNN, Zelensky urges world leaders to tone down rhetoric on threat of war with Russia. But then again, I literally saw today. All right, hold on. I got to stop the screen and I need to pop this up here. I literally saw today that there is... So I literally saw today this report from ABC. This is yesterday. ABC reports Russia could invade Ukraine as soon as today. So a week ago, they're reporting on CBS and CNN. Oh, you know, nothing's going to happen. It's no big deal. But then all of a sudden, yesterday, we have this news report and this video. I'm not going to play the video for you, but talking about how, oh, ABC reports Russia could invade Ukraine as soon as today. And this is this is Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, being interviewed by this uh, this nice lady on ABC. So why is why am I mentioning all this, GJ? Because why all the rumors? It reminds me of the song. I don't know why. <laughs> should I stay or should I go? <laughs> should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> so I'm like, should they stay or should they go? I mean, here here's what we know. Rumors are going to happen. And then real things are going to happen, too. Here's another thought, too, is all of a sudden we're not hearing about China. Oh, I wonder why. Because the fake Olympics are going on. Yeah, I said it. Oh, yeah. Speaking yeah, of I said it. I said it. I don't even want to talk about that, but I'm just saying. And, of course, on the news story, they're showing some people with some 50 cal rifles. And uh, there's obviously a sniper. And uh, so, you know, just to kind of add to the flair of the rumors. Anyway, so wars and rumors of wars. It was very clear that when Jesus said that, he was saying these things will ramp up towards the end. And and there we are. There we are. There we are. There's there's 
we're really pushing through this. Here we go. <laughs> Whoa. We also have, uh, they already talked about this one. This one oh, right Russia here. popped up again because now there's another rumor. There's another rumor. <laughs> Just that fast. Just happened that fast. Uh, third, this was another one that I saw just the other day. <clears throat> Actually, I think you posted this one too, GJ. You want to? Why don't you take this one? You can read it. Can you read it? Yeah. Well, I just it, the the thing that caught me is not the thirteen people killed, and that's sad. I hope hopefully they're right with Jesus. Yeah. Is that Syria is in the news, and obviously they're up to something. So I mean, which goes back to the Middle East, and everything points to the Middle East. So anytime I see something that's happening, it's like, hey, you know, whether they're doing testing or whether they're doing firing on Israel. I mean, it's just there's another thing to be paying attention to. I mean, you can just like we said, you can feel the tensions happening, even though we're not there. Absolutely. And they are north of Israel, by the way, uh, northeast, I believe. And uh, Syria, Syria has has been a threat to Israel for a very long time, uh, as well as Iran and Iraq. And you can hear the people in the background chatting right now. So don't hear a thing, dude. All you I don't hear. hear all I hear is the volcano. Keep going. Hear the volcano. Keep going. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought this was uh, something to mention. Not, and again, not, and it's very sad that the 13 people were killed, but um, we also don't know who these 13 people are. I couldn't find that in the report who was actually killed, who they were going after. But uh, there is a, and here's something we should just mention there is a force for good, which is God, Spirit, Jesus, angels. Then there's a force for evil, which is the devil, his angels, and all the things that they mean to do to destroy the planet and destroy the world and destroy us as God's creation. So you see these things at work, and that's why I think that the wars, the rumors of wars become such a big issue at the end time. So I'm going to uh, move on because you have something that you popped up on the chat. And I wanted you to kind of talk about it so I can mute so that these people over here can just say whatever they want to say. Stop, Stop it. Stop it. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to let this one play out, but this is the one on the body piercing and the microchips. Well, that one, I didn't post that one, dude. Yes, you did. I, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't. Dude, you're so efficient that you don't, don't even remember. I don't, I don't. I don't remember that. I thought it was going to be about the the robotic human. Oh no, I got that one coming too. That's that's just, that's coming up. That's under things to make you go. Hmm. <laughs> but this is the uh, leading up to the tribulation. This is about uh, a tattoo shop that's actually starting here anyway in the, in the states to put implants, chip implants, inside people's hands. And how, you know, it's at some point, obviously, we know that the mark of the beast could be something like an, a chip implanted or something like that. So I think it's just one of the, another one of those passing things. I shouldn't really call it a passing thing, but just something, again, that we say, this is something that's happening right now. Right. This is like a precursor. I mean, there's so many things that's conditioning people that, hey, this is okay. Oh, that's just like this. Oh, well, yeah, I already got something like this. Oh, this is even better. So it's all about inch by inch by inch moving everybody or funneling everybody into like, hey, that'll be okay. Because you can say, why would all these people go get the mark of the beast? Now, I don't believe that's the mark of the beast. It's, you know, it's just another thing that's happening that the tech proven that the technology exists. 
on multiple fronts and how, oh, that's okay, or that's good. And then why would people go get the mark? Because they just think it's normal. And it's like, hey, we got to do it. And it usually it's creating a fear. I mean, look at all the fear that's been created in the last two years, and some real and some not real. I mean, and then then there's some like, what can I believe? And what, what's real? What's not? What's fake? What's real? I mean, we're seeing it on all fronts. So part of what we encourage everyone to watch this show or listen to the show is be aware of what's going on. <laughs> be cognizant that there's things going on. And as Dan said earlier, there's things being used for good and there's things being used for bad. And uh, <clears throat> and then some of this is, is relevant and some of it is irrelevant, although it just shows that there's technology that exists. Oh, yeah. Food prices, they continue to go. All-time highs. Mm. Oh, didn't we say that? It says in the Bible, <clears throat> a full day's wage just to pay for a loaf of bread. Well, look what's happened. I mean, just since January, so in a year, January of last year, so in a little over a year, look at all the pricing of everything. And things are taking longer to get in some cases. You know, we're, we've got a customer like, oh, we'll have it tomorrow. Well, that's not always happening now. So I'm like, Thankful if I order something, I get it versus, oh, we can't get that for months. So we're, well, we're living, living that right now. So over to you to the noisy section. <laughs> no, my wife's wrapping party, it up now. The party <laughs> section. He's really hey, having a party. At least, at least we have heat coming to our house. So <laughs> although I can't complain because you were, you had a heat issue, what, last week? And it was 13 degrees outside. So I'm not no. complaining. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, in any event, so not only the food prices, uh, I popped this one up a little earlier, but I thought this was pretty interesting too, DJ, about this NASA having the real-time 3D satellite tracking tool and how, you know, here, this 3D tracking tool that NASA's using, they can go all the way around the planet. And when I'm looking at the at what NASA is doing and all the satellites are going up in the, in the sky and all the things that are going on, what I see is, is I see there's more and more up in the sky that we should be looking to. So whenever we talk about the signs in the sky, the sun, moon, the stars, as a believer growing up, I always thought, man, that's got to be something to do with the actual stars, or maybe that's something to do with the actual sun, maybe the actual moon. But when you look up into the sky, what you see is there are a lot of things up in the sky right now, the upper atmosphere, that are, that are orbiting around the planet with us. And they, are, they can monitor and they can view and they can see some of the closest detail and even in 3D. So uh, something to keep an eye on, no pun intended, eyes on the earth. But it, when we're leading up to the tribulation, you have to understand there's going to be such a level of control that happens that it's going to be extremely difficult to be able to maneuver and go from place to place uh there's a certain faith denomination we want to call it that they they actually almost every family that has has a means to do it will find an off the grid kind of place to live thinking that when the apocalypse or the end times happen they're going to just go there and be able to survive and live through all the troubles that are going to happen well Keep in mind that when you try to escape all that, you still have satellites that are able to monitor the Earth. And, and, in dr and drones. And drones. So 
I mean, it's, this is no joke. This is not something you can just ride out. You can't just ride this out. This, when the tribulation happens and the end times happens, and we go through that period of three and a half years at the end of the tribulation, where it, where literally Jesus talks about at the during those times, people will wish mountains would fall on them to take them out because of how troublesome the times are. So these are the things we're talking about that are coming, and um, and you won't be able to just ride it out, right? You, you want to be prepared. You want to know beforehand. So when the when Jesus comes to take to his church, you're with him. <clears throat> We're going to talk about that in a little bit again, but we have a couple other things that we need to show you, right, GJ? Because I'm going to pop up that video right now. Oh, finally one that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, if, let's do that one last. Well, there's another one that I think you popped up a little earlier. Too. Oh my gosh! Well, that last one I had no idea. No, this is the one you popped this one up. I think a little earlier about the sunlight being uh, blocked out by like blotted out to and fight what, off some kind of change happening well what you know it talks about in in and i believe it's in revelation where it talks about that it'll be so dark outside that you can't see and it's broad daylight <clears throat> so i'm like okay there's a sign and god says i'm going to show you signs and i've been reading uh, the Old Testament. I'm still in Exodus, so I'm in. I'm in where Moses. They're wandering. They just started wandering around in the wilderness before they go into the Promised Land. So they wander around for forty years, and and God gives them so many signs up to that. And then while He's there, I mean, it, and it's just like God is so consistent in, in saying, "I'm going to show you the signs." And unfortunately, a lot of times we don't pay attention. Or we start complaining or we get upset when things don't happen. And I'm like, things are happening right before our eyes. Now, obviously, that was another part of the, the world. And some of these things we're talking about aren't happening where you may be living. However, these things are happening worldwide. I mean, just like with the earthquakes. I mean, every week there's more. I mean, the, the level of consistent and the volcanoes. I mean, uh, and the asteroids. I mean, and the, the blood moons and all the different things. I mean. They're happening right before us, and they're happening at a rapid, accelerated pace, just like the use of technology. I mean, think about it. You know, our 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 cell phones now would, you know, back when I was in the Army, would have filled half a room of equipment, computer equipment. It's a pretty crazy amount of technology. So anyway, this caught my eyes. Like, hey, there's a major... I mean, it's like you almost can't see, and um, it's happening right before somebody's eyes. I can just, it can't be a good thing to blot out the sun. I mean, it's, it's there for a reason. Well, we need the vitamin D for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, our skin, I mean, our health. I mean, there's a lot of... Excuse me, all of a sudden I got the hiccups. <laughs> it's been one of those days, man. It's every every <clears throat> distraction that could possibly happen has happened today. There must so, be a reason. So September 2001, something happened in New York City. Yes. So I'm, I'm not even going to say what it is because we you know, figured it out. So when one of the buildings, the first tower that came down, and, and pe people started to see that it might crash, so the people started running away from that area. And they literally, as it was coming down, then all of a sudden it hit the ground and then all the dust and debris and smoke and everything just started 
billing. Well, there's people, there's video showing it. And I just watched some of this the other day in, in a documentary. And people were running down the street, so like very clear straight street. <clears throat> Obviously, all the cars were parked on the side of the street. There were some businesses open because they had opened up like normal business that day. People were running, and all of a sudden, you could just see <clears throat> all the smoke and debris and just coming down the street. So it was almost like it was funneled down these streets, and people were running. And then all of a sudden, you could see... It was getting darker and darker. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, a couple of people saw that this, somebody was in one of the windows and went into the, the glass door. They let him in. And then they, a few other people come in. They shut it. And all of a sudden, all this just went by them. And you cannot see the car that was parked on the street like eight feet away. It was that dark. So <clears throat> it really brought to light to me that it could be volcanoes. It could be fires. It could be, uh, you know, all these different things happening. And then I'm like, well, what if buildings are falling down? You know, what if mountains are falling down as some of these things, are, you know, have been uh, shared? And it's like, okay, it makes sense, all this debris, and then you can't see. So anyway, that was a little side note, but that's that caught my eye along with after I just watched <clears throat> that documentary. Well, you know, I'm not a scientist. Whoa, but you are the smartest man alive. I had to get that out there. I just want to throw it out there, buddy. Say so hi to the smartest man in the world. And say uh, Oh, by the way, end times. I'm, well, I'm not a scientist, but if I think logically <laughs> about blotting out the sun and I add a scriptural context to it, I'm thinking, you know, God created light and he set the light at night and he said to light during the day light at night is the moon and the sun is light during the day the funny thing is is that how he created it is that the sun actually illuminates the moon so we can have light at night so if you blot out the sun and they call it a last ditch option on this uh, from the bloomberg but if you blot out the sun what you're essentially saying is is that the sun as god's creation is not good enough and that in order to affect climate change and to keep whatever's happening to the planet from happening, that, oh, we, we got to blot out the sun because that must be the answer because the sun's not good enough. But as G.J. already said, the sun is good for your skin. It's good for your health. You need the vitamin D. It actually balances the, balances the seasons and the planet. And as the earth rotates and gets certain things happen, it's healthy. It's a healthy thing, what's happening. What's not healthy is what we decide to do to the planet. And what the enemy is wanting to do to the planet, which is literally to destroy, kill, steal, kill, and destroy everything that God has created. So just want to throw that in there as a script, a little bit of a scriptural uh, end to that conversation. So, all right, here we go, GJ. And not a moment, not a moment too oh soon. My God, I've been waiting for all day. You've been waiting for this. I, as soon as I saw this video, I was like, what? Yeah, who's he sort of look like? Uh, don't use his name. Don't use his name. The former, the former prez. So it just sort of looked like him. Um, and I don't know if there's any relevancy there. What caught my eye is, and every week we talk about things that are leading up to the tribulation, is that look at the real list, the movements, um, the facial expressions. I mean, we're seeing more and more and more develop. And we've seen 
where the, the face may look that like that and some of the previous ones we shared. Well, this is a full body. And uh, it's just amazing the level of realism that continues to happen. And, and so many different places are, are developing these, these uh, robot, robotic people is what it is. So I know this can't be who we think it is because of what's in his left jacket pocket. <laughs> I'm just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at the the one thing right there, it almost looks like an Iron Man. I don't I, know what I don't know what the sig significance of that is, other than maybe out. maybe it's a sensor no. uh, or a can or a camera. Yeah, um, that's, that's all. That's a brand new kind of kerchief right there out of his left. Uh, pocket i yeah i just don't think that's who it's supposed to be but maybe it is maybe it is maybe because anyway i'm not going to go there anyway so i thought this was pretty wild because what what it tells me is it's an n95 all right keep going keep going keep going keep going um <clears throat> what this tells me is is that you, there's so <laughs> about this before where there's so much deception on on this earth that you really don't know what to believe anymore. And so when you think about that, when you think about, I just don't know what to believe anymore, you're thinking, well, what can I believe? If I can't believe the things that are around me, what can I believe? And so that's right. This, the Bible, this very word of God is what we can believe. Now, here's the thing. So, and GJ is going to take this to the next step. Oh, whoa. whoa. I'm going to start off by saying, there's, <laughs> I'm going to, that's the lead in. I just queued you up. So just give me like two minutes. Then you can take it on, baby. So there, in Mark chapter 9, there's a story of a man who speaks up uh, in front of Jesus. And he said, hey, my, my son has been possessed by a demonic spirit. And it throws him into convulsions, tries to throw him into the fire to kill him and, and, uh, or throw him off rocks to kill him. And Jesus says, well, how long has this been going on? And it says, well, since birth, he's had this. And then um, the man says to Jesus, if you can, would you please command this demon to, to leave him? And so, um, so when, they, when they brought the boy to Jesus and the man says this, Jesus actually responds and says, what do you mean if I can? I thought, whoa. First of all, that was the first thing that caught my eye because Jesus is looking at this guy and this guy is saying, if you can, please heal him. Jesus stops and calls him out on this and says, what do you mean if I can? And so uh, the man responds and says, I do believe because uh, Jesus then follows up and says, anything is possible if a person believes. So it's not if Jesus can, Jesus can do it. But if you need, if you really are asking for something to happen, Jesus says, anything is possible if a person believes. And here's what really caught my attention. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. And I feel like there are so many people out there that do want to believe that Jesus is who he says he is, that he came and did what he said he did, and that what we're all saying. But there's still this level of unbelief. We believe that he is who he is. We believe he can do what he's going to do. But we still have that doubt. We still have that unbelief that's in there. And, and yet Jesus then heals this little boy and talks directly to the demon spirit and commands him to go. And he leaves. So 
that's kind of where I feel like we all are right now, GJ, which is why I felt like it, when I sent that over to you and then you sent me a bunch of the other stuff, I'm like, man, this really fits really well together. Again, God's doing a great thing with the two of us, even though we haven't had a chance to really chat through a lot of these things beforehand, that you just, first of all, need to believe in Jesus. And then you need to take the next step. It's all you, GJ. I, I don't know where to start other. I'm just going to take the next step and go with it. So. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> I texted earlier. <laughs> so yesterday, and it, you know, this God is moving in. And just like in our relationship and things that we talk about or things we share, we don't even talk about it. And the next thing you know, boom, I was thinking that or you were thinking that or, or hey, you had one part. And I had, you know, you had part A, I had part B, and it just works perfect together. So right there, that's proof that God's working. And when you're faithful, when you're faithful, God continues to show his faithfulness back to us. And uh, and then even when we're not faithful, he's showing it. He's so consistent. We just are a lot of times it's like being numbed or dumbed down. And um, so, you know, so a lot of people are feeling numb in a lot of areas. And they're like, I'm, I don't know where to turn or I just need something more in my life. and you know, no matter where you're at in life, there's always going to come those seasons. <clears throat> and we, we've had them. I mean, even since I accepted Jesus and and um, started walking that way, it, it was very, I don't know what you just sent me. <laughs> I, <laughs> it threw me off because I got my notes there from what I sent you. Yeah, I got some notes. <laughs> boop, boop. So to me, it's very simple. When you're not sure what to do, you got to take the next step. And, you know, one of my uh, best friends, he's like an older brother to me, Johnny Mac. We were partnered for a long time, and his dad gave him some wisdom when he was younger. And he was, you know, struggling. He said, son, sometimes you just got to take a walk around the block. Hmm. And then you got to take another walk around the block. Well, we're living in a society where people don't even hardly walk and people don't even want to walk around the block because they want it right now. And 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 God could deliver right now. However, he's preparing you. He's He's protecting you. You know, he's proclaiming and he's per being persistent. And he's being, you know, he's persevering for us on so many things. And so what can we do? It's like taking the next step. So yesterday, Pastor Carrie delivered a message and she talked about the story of Jericho. And uh, we don't have time to go through that whole story, but th that story can be found in Jericho or you know, Jer uh, Joshua, uh, Joshua chapter one, right? right? Joshua chapter six. Yeah, Joshua chapter six. Yep. Okay. I'm actually got it there. Boop, boop. Whoa, daddy's Bible. <clears throat> so to me, I'm just going to paraphrase it really quick, give some action steps. What can we do? No matter what, no matter where you're at in life, no matter what you've done, no matter how bad things are or how many, how good things are, you know, maybe you need to help somebody else. It's not just about me. It's who can I help? And, you know, it's like that, that, that example is when you're falling, <clears throat> there's that, you know, falling, I can't get up. What do you do? Are you going to get up? A lot of times we, we don't have a choice. We have to get up. So what are the what are the steps we can take? So I'm going to say next steps. One, obey. 
obey God, obey the Holy Spirit, obey Jesus. And he said, well, I don't know how to do that. We'll teach you how to do that before we j jump off here. And then when you're obeying, it's time to be bold. A lot of people say, well, what does that mean? Well, it's like be bold in your faith. Be bold in, in stepping up. Be bold in getting up again. And I think it's time for people to start to step into their faith. It's time to step into their greatness. It's time to step in what God's purpose is for you. So be bold and be courageous. And that can be scary sometimes because, oh, my gosh, what if I'm stepping out too far? You know, to me, if you have God, he's going to protect you. But is that what God is wanting you to do? And that's where the being obedient and obeying him. Number two is trusting God. So it's time to trust God fully. You know, and, and what do you got to lose? I mean, you're really your salvation, your salvation of do I live in hell or do I spend eternity in hell? Or do I spend eternity in heaven? And I, I choose to spend eternity in heaven. And and some may say, hey, well, I don't know if there is a heaven or or if there is a hell. You know, you you can ask that. I'd rather be. I'd rather prepare for heaven and do what I know I need to do than find out by not doing that and I end up in the other place. Because it's bad. And I know we know people that they're not thinking that way. So I, I encourage you, you're watching this, you're listening. So trust God. <clears throat> it's and then um God is going to give you the details you need it when you need it and when you're ready. He doesn't give you the whole plan. Like he gave the whole plan to Joshua, and then he only gave a little bit initially to the people. And then number three, this is the hardest one for all of us. You can conquer this one. So obey and trust God. The hardest one is keep silent. No, you're not going to, well, except when you're in Dan's house. <laughs> I know. No kidding. Especially today. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like sometimes we want to fire back. We want to post something. We want to, we want to argue. We want to complain. We want to do something. Sometimes we just got to be silent. Because when it's all said and done, it doesn't really matter a lot of times. Oh, we might feel better. Our ego feels better. Our pride feels better, you know, but really does it matter? And I see so many hateful things. I'm like, and there's enough hate. So what can you do? So I'm like, what you feed grows and what you starve dies. So one, sometimes you just got to be silent. And then the, the last one. So there's four steps today. Shout, shout for the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Be happy. I mean, we talk about a lot of negative stuff and crazy stuff and fearful stuff every week. We're talking about the end. How is that joyful? Well, we see the joy. We see it and we find it. And that's why we joke around because we, we know we're dealing with some heavy topics. However, we're very clear of what God is doing. And the more you lean in, the more you pray, the more you read the word, which is the Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, if you have a cell phone, you can download the you know, Uversion Bible app in I mean, thousands of different translations and languages. And so you can have it right now if you don't have one and start reading it. And God will, God will direct you. Like I said, he will give you the details you need when you need it. So to me, going back to like Dan said, Declaring the word of God over everything you do. Is God in everything you're doing? Are you asking him? To, are you inviting him? 
Are you thanking him? And when you do those things, a lot of things start to happen. A lot of clarity starts to happen. And the things that you think matter, you realize, hey, it doesn't really matter. I've experienced that, and it's an ongoing process. And the one thing I know is God's got this. God's got this. A lot of times I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know if this is the right thing. God, God's encouraging me. I'm being obedient. This show happened just out of obedience and me forcing Dan to twist in his arm and t- threaten to take his excavator if we didn't do the show. <laughs> okay, that part is none of that's true. <laughs> no, that's true, but we are being obedient. And now we have people all over the world listening or watching the show, and we have it on multiple platforms, and it's, a, it's amazing what God's doing. We just decided to be obedient. And you don't have to do a show. God is asking you to do something. So I challenge you to get back up and, and, and uh, move forward. Over to you, Dan, the smartest man on the face of the earth. <laughs> now, there's like such a level that I have to try to attain. It's impossible. Um, no, but that's why you're going to be obedient. You're going to trust God. You're going to keep silent, which you just were, which is very difficult. <laughs> and you're going to shout now because you got the mic. Oh, it's not turn mic, bro. Turn it out. Well, it all starts that whole four four steps that GJ's talking about, no matter where you are in that, but it all starts with one place. If you don't know Jesus, you need to believe in him. The first thing is you have to believe in him. Why? Because anything is possible for those that believe. If you if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that he came to this earth to die for our sins to take all that away and offer forgiveness, then we can accept that and have a relationship with God, our Father, and be with him for eternity when he takes us home, when we die or when he takes us home. So you just have to start with believing. And so that's what we want to offer you today. So if you're here and you're listening and you've made it through all this or you fast forwarded to the very end because you're like, I just want to see what's going to happen at the end. What's happening is we want to give you an opportunity to pray this prayer with us to receive the forgiveness and accept it that God has offered to you through Jesus, his son. And all you got to do is say a prayer. Well, first of all, you have to believe in your heart. You have to say this prayer. You can just pray it with me in your heart. Dear Jesus, we, we believe in you. You are the son of God. And as Peter said, you are the Messiah who has come to take away the sin of the world. You are the son of God brought to this earth to that, so that we that you would live and grow and experience everything we've experienced and that so that when you would die on the cross, you would be sinless, you would be perfect, the only perfect sacrifice, the only one that could die for the sin of the entire world. So Lord, we believe that. We believe in you. We ask you, Lord, to take away our sin, forgive us, cleanse us, take away all of the evil and evil and sinful nature inside of us and make us new and lord give us the boldness to be able to carry on those next four steps of being obedient trusting in you staying silent and listening to you and then when the time comes carry out what it is that you desire us to carry out and that is to shout from the rooftops that you jesus are the only way to get to heaven so we believe that right now all those that have prayed that prayer in the name of Jesus, they are, they are now part of the kingdom of God, and you will give them the strength to be able to live it out for the rest of their days. And we thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. <laughs> Man, what a day. Bobby, you know what? Here's the thing. Whenever there's a bunch of craziness going on around us, even in my house, you know, God is right there. He's going to get his message out regardless. So this is live. This is happening live. You may be watching it when it's not live, but it's happening live. This is really me. I'm not a robot. I don't have, I don't have something. In, I don't have a, a fake whoa, looking. Whoa, 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 whoa. This, this is debated. This is. Bobby now. Bobby now. This might be debated. Let's, let's call it a wrap. <laughs> call it a wrap. Hey, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stay silent. I'm going to keep silent. We'll see you guys next week. We'll see week. you next week. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.